welcome to the Fantasy Sports Cave. Welcome to the Charged Up Chargers podcast. Week one, we are finally back. And I'm Lucas Reyes. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I just want to get into it. And I'm here with sports guy David. David, it's been a while, man. How you doing? How you doing? Man, I've been doing great. I've been waiting for this day. Week one, Chargers. Um, let's let's jump right into it, man. Well, we are back, guys. And uh, one thing before we write it back into it, we want to say that we are giving away a $100 gift card to the NFL shop. There will be more details on how to enter that giveaway at the end of the stream, but basically, or at the end of the podcast, and basically, it is so simple. You'll be following our Twitter handles and the main Sports Cave uh, Twitter page, and then just have to retweet, comment, or like one of the three. You don't even have to do all of it, but that's all. And then at the end of the month, you might get a $100 gift card, but more at that, more of that at the end of the podcast, and yeah, let's get right into it, man. Chargers. It's been a while since we've talked Chargers, and we have a lot to cover. Let's talk about the roster. And the roster is finally down to the official 53-man list. And are there any surprises that you that surprised you? I mean, cuts or position battles. There's some injuries that we'll talk about, but anything that caught your eye immediately uh, with any of the moves? The, the guy that I really liked on Hard Knocks, and I just really liked him in LSU, and I can never get his name right. Um, he was real known for doing the Hakka dance. Um, I know you know who I'm talking about. Uh, no, uh, Is that Alohi Gilman? No, no, wait, the big no, guy. No, no, no. Um, yeah, the big guy, number 68. For a, He was fighting for a, 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 in a deep defensive tackle um, position. We're, and I uh, was real surprised to say that we're deep at that position right now. Um, I just can't remember his name. It, it just lost me, and I didn't write it down. Uh, Confun- from Confunco? Uh, no, 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 Toto? I don't know how to pronounce that name. I, it's the... It's the uh, um, well, we, we saw him doing uh, the Hakka dance, so we all know Yeah, him. that's how I know him as the Hakka dance. And, I, and um, I was really surprised he got cut because um, I really liked the energy he brought. He kind of like a mini celebrity, but we did resign him to our practice squad. All the other names um, didn't really surprise me. I kind of already knew... Um, Position-wise, where everyone's gonna be at. So that was my only big surprise. Was there any anyone for you surprised you? Well, I'm kind of surprised how there's kind of been a big battle going on at wide receiver with KJ Hill and Joe Reed as far as wide receiver three and really who's gonna step up with the uh, Mike Williams injury. Who's gonna he's gonna be out for a weeks a few weeks now. Um, but the first one that actually really surprised me is the battle at running back behind Austin Eckler. Joshua Kelly, the new rookie from UCLA, he's been getting a lot of press attention articles written about him just because the team is really on top and on board with this guy. It seems like he is winning the position battle as the RB2 over Justin Jackson, which, honestly, I remember draft day that many people weren't too happy with this Joshua Kelly pick, but honestly, in hindsight... And with everything going on, I think this is a good pick because you don't know if Austin Eckler may go down or Justin Jackson may go down again. Justin has been battling a few injuries and uh, just adding more depth there. But seeing Joshua Kelly come out and really put the pressure on that RB2 position is has been a pleasant surprise for me. And I think he actually might win that RB2. So that was the biggest um, surprise for me. And then I touched on it a little bit earlier, the KJ Hill, um, Joe Reed situation. I know that you said that Joe Reed was probably going to be the next best receiver behind Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, but I was really big on KJ Hill ever since the Chargers really essentially got him for nothing in the last round of the draft, and he's honestly been 
I mean, it was it was crazy to see him fall like that. And now we have this point where Mike Williams is not going to play. So it's going to be Keenan Allen and then Joe Reed or KJ Hill. Um, next man up, honestly, who, who one of these guys to really take that that spot. And who knows, maybe this Mike Williams injury, blessings in disguise. You know, this is exactly how we discovered Keenan Allen. And he was a late, late wide receiver draft pick third rounder so uh i mean i'm really i'm really excited for that what do you think though who's gonna be better kj hill or joe reed um i've been back and forth but i I look at the tapes and kj hill played four years in ohio state he was ohio state's reception leader um and i I just think he's built for that wide receiver three position but mike williams as of now is um is a game day decision um, they're not too optimistic at first. They're optimistic, but you know, later down reports are saying that maybe they're not so optimistic. So, um, I think both of them are going to fit perfect in our offense. Joe Reed and KJ Hill, I think will be, um, the starting, um, wide receiver two and three, of course, Keenan Allen, number one. And we also got to remember Hunter Henry at the tight end, a healthy Hunter Henry. He went down the first day of training camp last year. And I'm also looking forward to Donald Fromm Jr., um, a, t- a tight end from the XFL, um, he was the, I think he was, I believe he was the leading uh, tight end reception. He was like the biggest tight yards. end in the XFL too. And he's a, and we also got Virgil Green there. I, I'm so surprised that guy is still playing at 32. I thought he was a lot or, older, but going back to the running backs position, I'm liking Justin Jackson, if healthy. If not, I think that's why they got a Joe Kelly. They, they got him, I believe in the third mm-hmm. round because um, we traded our second to get Kenneth Murray. I'm excited to see him talk about him a little later. I think that was just insurance due to the fact that Justin Jackson has been battling um, injuries. But when we did see him, he was great. I think um, he has flashes of greatness. Just the little snippets we've seen, you know, a lot of football fans don't even know who Justin Jackson is, but us Charger fans, and those blowout wins when we did have him, we threw Justin Jackson in there. And um, I think that dude could really solidify that RB2 spot, but it's going to be real interesting. Joe Kelly wants to see him on the field because, you know, there is no preseason now. So some heads, I think he can, but right now, Jackson for sure yeah I totally agree with you about Justin Jackson he's definitely shown some flashes of greatness whenever he's been plugged in Chargers fans will remember him scoring a huge touchdown a few years ago in Pittsburgh so whenever he's in there he's always making the right moves such an elusive back but battling injuries you know whatever it may be Josh Kelly puts a little bit more pressure and I like that but now we talk about more players that need to step up uh Nasir Adderley definitely a huge one we just need to see what he could bring to the table because he didn't play a game last year due to injury. Um, but like how injuries are a common story for the Chargers, so are rookies coming back their second year and playing very well. And we just saw that happen with Mike Williams. Mike Williams is now one of the premier deep threats in the league or getting there as that reputation, as he builds that reputation. Nasir Adderley needs to build his own reputation. And if you saw his highlights at Delaware, you know that he's a baller. So we just need to see what he could do, especially with Derwin James going down. Such a huge loss out for the season. Another huge player or a player that needs to step up big or could step up big is the rookie Alohi Gilman from Notre Dame. Just more safeties, more people back there, more depth that we need to highlight and see possible players that could emerge. And you look, take a look at the Chargers on the defensive side of the ball. You have so many versatile different players and I think maybe this is the direction that the Chargers could go in and see them really revolutionize on the defensive side of the ball. Just having so many different players that are so versatile and athletic that could just be put in any position. 
uh, Nasir Adderley is one of those guys, and we see Desmond King is being uh, being plugged in at the safety position. There's talks of him being thrown back there just because he's so versatile as well. And we also have Chris Harris Jr. Um, being added into the offseason. So that brings me to the next point um, is what do you think of the Chargers offseason? Looking back retrospectively, being able to, to, to say this is week one, this is our team going into the season – all the moves. I mean, I know how you felt about Justin Herbert, everything. So what do you just with after the dust settles, what is your thoughts on the season? Off season? I like I like everything they did. I mean, really, um at the Justin Herbert, I really didn't I really wanted a high caliber defensive player or maybe another weapon, but Justin Herbert was the way to go. Um Tyrod Taylor, we only have him for this is his last year. Um I think he was a great bridge quarterback. Give Justin Herbert um, a year behind him and maybe even he might even step up um, if Tyrod Taylor is not is, is slacking or they might even play both of them you know Tyrod Taylor tried to get introduced into the offense as a wideout it didn't really work out but maybe they could do something like that get Justin Herbert's feet wet um, other players I liked you know the offensive line we traded for some signed some and then we also signed the best tackle in the XFL too with uh, um, Storm Norton um, he I guess I guess he was the last person he he made the cut over um the last he was the last person to not get cut um that's what i heard but um mm. just overall the only one i didn't really like was adrian phillips um that dude has a crazy story he got to cut seven eight times and came back stronger every single year now he got um we let him go go to the patriots if if he was still with us i, I don't think the, the Derman james thing would have been too much of a problem but we got desmond king back there he's usually the nickel cornerback but it looks like chris harris jr is going to take over that so he could go back there you also got uh, michael davis and Rashawn Jenkins there too. And he also got some rookies, like you said, Gilman and Rashawn Jenkins. So I think we're fine. Um, I would love to see Darren James there, but it looks like a season ending surgery. But yeah, we got amazing depth. My only concern is the linebacking um, depth we have. I know we got Kenneth Murray, Desmond Perriman's coming back. We we got Nick Virgil, and now we got, uh, and then we also got True Tranquil. Um, it's just our run defense was our biggest our biggest um, weakness, and now with a, a beefer def- defensive line, um, I want to see how the second wave on our defense does. That's my biggest concern. But overall, defensively, offensively, I think we're great. Um, our offseason, I think this is the best offseason in a while. Signed, re-signed Keenan Allen, you know, gave his money he, he deserved. And it's been a while since the Chargers had a good offseason. So I'm kind of glad with most of it, like 90% of the moves I'm, I'm okay with. Yeah, I mean – it's so many moves that happened this offseason, just to name a few just off the top of my head. Keenan Allen extension, Joey Bosa extension, Melvin Ingram satisfying his contract. Uh, he just had like a holdout that lasted literally a few days. So shout out Tom Telesco. Ending any talk or any rumor of of players being unhappy, especially having a season last year where Melvin Gordon, that whole contract situation, just to have that contract talks being a thing of the past is something great and so you touched on it Tyrod Taylor and Justin Herbert I I think I want to talk about that because you talk about the draft and the moves this year and one of the things that was the talking point is Herbert versus Tua and whether the Chargers should have gotten Tua and um, if you know I think that if you wanted to back then you wanted Tua over Herbert I think if you if uh you had to go quarterback. I remember you saying, I think it was Tua, right? That you'd rather have instead of Herbert? I was I was back and forth. I didn't want a quarterback at that point. I wanted uh, Isaiah Simmons. I was I was like back and forth, but you know, either way, I was kind of scared of Tua's injuries, but mm-hmm. I'm glad to 
Well, looking at where both of them are at now, Herbert and Tua are both sitting week one. None of them, um, both of them are not starting, and they're both uh, sitting behind veteran quarterbacks. Tua's right behind Ryan Fitzpatrick, and uh, I think Fitzmagic is going to have some Fitzmagic again this year. Um, So that's a whole different thing. But both of them are sitting, and and I don't know if you've seen any of the Tua videos, but he kind of looks like he's a little stiff in his hips still which is kind of, I guess, would be expected. But looking after, you know, the drama is gone and, and being able to look at it with, with a more of an objective perspective, I think maybe the Herbert was a good move um, drafting him. And the fact that Tua is not starting over Fitzpatrick makes me think that, okay, they're probably at the same level. And what I now I would just have – next question is who would I rather have, Tyrod or – Fitz, uh, Fitz Magic, and I think I would rather have Tyrod right now at this point. So it, it, it reassures me a little bit with the draft pick, with going with Herbert. Um, I would still want Herbert to start immediately. Uh, I could go on all day. I've been, I've been since day one wanting Herbert to start just because I think that Herbert needs that experience and needs that growth immediately. I, I wouldn't want to lose that, you know, that opportunity for him to just grow immediately. But that's a whole different story. Just, just looking at Herbert and Tua's progression and where they are, I think. Uh, you know, I think maybe you could give a slight edge to Herbert at this right now, at this stage. Because if Herbert was on Miami, I think maybe he'd be able to beat Fitz, Fitzpatrick there. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think so too. Um, I've seen this. He has a great strong camp. He has a straight. He has a great strong arm, great accuracy. Um, at the stages he's at right now, and uh, Tua, like you said, I, just the injuries, the prior injuries, is really scare me. Mm-hmm. Especially for the high profile pick like that, you really want to um take your time and really analyze make analysis on anything every any and everything and which they did and um you know I think Herbert came up on top. I think he's in a better position to start Fist Magic. I think Tua will probably take over Fist Magic job. Maybe later in the season, but I love Fist Magic. Um that dude could throw for four hundred thousand yards. I love him. <laughs> and Tyrod Taylor, um, I think he's in a good position too. Um this is a contract year. If if he does really good, they might re-sign him in um, for another year and see how they like it and just keep Herbert there in the background, kind of like the Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers um, um, situation behind Drew Bledsoe and uh, Brett Favre. So you never know. And Tyrod Taylor is mobile, too. People forgetting mm-hmm. that he was a Pro Bowl um, quarterback in Buffalo with our current coach, Anthony Lynn. So I think there's a lot of chemistry to begin there, and now he's getting a shot. He's getting a shot. I think his line is pretty short, though. Um, Anthony Lynn doesn't really um, project, or he doesn't he doesn't really voice a lot of controversial things like that, but I think he has a short line coming into the season. I feel like if he has back-to-back bad games, I think Justin Herbert is going to suit up and come in and um, get some uh, new perspective. I like that. Yeah, I would want that to happen too. We'll see. But now going after going through the roster, we, we can make some predictions for this season, and let's have some early predictions. We're, we're going to go with the team MVP right now. Who's going to be at the end of the season – the team MVP, who do you got? I got Keenan Allen. Um, this dude just got paid. He's getting swaggier by the minute. Um, this guy can catch. He's the I, he's the most underrated wide receiver in the game and the best route runner. I, I could debate that all day. Um, Devontae Adams is probably right behind him, but this dude is just is just so good. And I don't care if it's Tywad Taylor, Justin Herbert, um, um, Easton Stick, me throwing the ball to him. He's gonna get his receptions. He is the true wide receiver one. Look at the other. Look at the roster. Mike Williams might not be there. 
KJ Hill and Joe Reed are, are two rookies not too experienced. They're going to get some catches, but I think they're going to go to their go-to, Keenan Allen, and the dude is just going to tear it up. And um, I think he's going to be in talks of Offensive Player of the Year at the end of the season. He's just that good. And and a lot of people are, are like, oh, who's that? Like Keenan Allen, he, people are putting him out as top, of the top 15. Um, he's going to turn a lot of heads, and uh, people are going to regret not picking him in fantasy or just not being a fan of him because he is one of the best wide receivers in the game, top five for sure. Yeah, definitely it feels like the Keenan Allen hype train has definitely picked up a lot of steam this offseason. And he's been more vocal about being, you know, demanding more respect among his peers and the NFL and, and critics. And, you know, I, I like that. I like seeing a hungry Keenan Allen and, and get him getting his, his extension. He definitely deserved it. But I, I went with another guy for team MVP, but he also got – Paid, and this is Joey Bosa. And, you know, with all the additions on the defensive side of the ball, Chris Harris, Linval Joseph, and just the other playmakers that are already on this team, I think Joey Bosa's game is just going to be elevated to a level that we haven't seen before. And I think he is the biggest beneficiary of all those defensive moves because you just strengthen the secondary. There's more time to pass rush. And Joey Bosa has missed so many sacks by literal milliseconds last year. It was insane. And I think, you know, we all saw it, that the Chargers' lack of ability to switch into man coverage really hurt Joey Bosa's numbers, what they could have been, because he already had good numbers, and and he is on the way to having maybe a season that we've never seen before. Maybe even I think he could possibly break the sack record. Um, I, that's the type of caliber season I think that we could get out of Joey Bosa. I like – I would like for him, I think he's like the most likely candidate. If there's one player to win league MVP from the Chargers, I think it would probably be Joey Bosa. I could totally see Keenan Allen as well, but uh, I mean, I just give Joey a slight edge. He's, he's one of those players that, you know, you don't see too often. And then, so next award that we could predict is defensive player of the year. And uh, since, I'll just pick it up where I left off. Since I have Joey Bosa, I mean, he would most likely win that. But if it wouldn't be Joey Bosa, it would be a quiet guy who always you know, doesn't get the recognition, but he's always on top of his game in a top five, top 10 corner, at least Casey Hayward. Um, I'm, I'm sticking with Casey just cause this guy needs his flowers. He's a shutdown corner for sure. And for all the reasons Joey Bosa is going to be successful, Casey Hayward could definitely be even more successful this year and maybe see more interceptions. You know, when you're, when you're a shutdown corner, you don't get thrown that way too often, but you know, with everything going on on that side of the ball, the chemistry, I could just see his numbers going up and he could probably win defensive player of the year. Uh, but who do you have on that side of the ball? Of course, I have the best player, the one you just mentioned, Joey Bosa. Oh. 16 games last year. Um, he only played seven years before that, but in his, in his four-year career, he has 40 sacks, which is a grand total of 40 uh, or 40. That's 10 per year, give or take on average. His, his season high was in 2007 at 12.5. Last year, he had 11.5. I think he could surpass that for real, especially if he, if he's not getting double-teamed because you got Livinol, Joseph, and Melvin Ingram on the side, and Justin Tilly, who I'm going to mention um, pretty soon here, and also Justin Jones there. So I think they can mix up the interior D-line and then um, give Joey Bosa more time to free up because that dude is fast on um, uh, shaking off his block. And um, like you said, you have a defensive backfield um the, the quarterback's going to take longer to throw, and it gives more time for Joey Bosa. And that dude is going to shine like a diamond, and I think he's going to be defensive. He, he's going to be a conversation of decent defensive player of the year, but definitely 
as a whole for the Chargers, he's going to be the best defensive player on that team. Can't go wrong with Joey Bosa. No, you definitely can't. How about a rookie now? Who who would you be? Uh, who would you pick for rookie of the year for the Chargers? I'm gonna go on the same side. Um, Kenneth Murray, this dude. Um, I really wanted Isaiah Simmons or even Patrick Queen, and then when the Chargers traded up for him, that is draft capital, and they they're gonna use him. I think he's gonna start. Denzel Perryman um, has injuries left and right. Drew Kent, uh, Tranquil, who I'm talking a little bit too as well. Um, he, I could see he's a great special teams guy. He's a great rotation guy. I think he could uh, move into a second string position. You also got um, Nuosa and uh, as you're white there too. But I think Kevin Murray. I think he's just going to be a field general. I think he reminds me of uh, uh, Denard Leonard from the Colts. He reminds me of uh, um, uh, Keekley. I think he's just going to have that much power and so much control over it. He's a very smart guy, and um, he's coming from a, a college where he dominated. So I really think he's going to be the, the um, factor in that second wave I mentioned earlier in the weakness, and I think he is the perfect thing we needed. I, I, would, I would have loved Isaiah Simmons, but um, you can't have your cake and eat it. I think Kenneth Murray was the best option, and we traded up for him, so the Chargers no, identified which Chargers, Charger GMs or the Charger GMs in the front office doesn't do a real good job is identifying the problem. They knew that the run defense was bad. You got Joseph, and now you got Kenneth Murray. I think it's game over when it comes to our defense. It's one, I think it's top five defense for sure. And he's definitely going to be in conversation as a rookie of the year. I really think he could be conversation as a rookie of the year, even though there's a lot of great rookies this year. I think he'll definitely be in the conversation at least. I, I agree with that for everything you said, especially the biggest factor. I think why I believe you so much is how excited Anthony Lynn was draft day when they drafted Kenneth Murray. They draft, they traded up, like you said, they, so they lose a second round pick and, um, I think it was kind of a strategic trade too because they traded with the Patriots, so get the trade the Patriots out of the first round, and um, then you just see it was also Patrick Queen on the board too, and I had Patrick Queen a little bit higher than Kenneth Murray, and I thought they were going to go Queen, but no, they got Murray, and so the fact that they went out of the way to get a specific player that probably could have maybe been there when the second round came, uh, their second round pick came around because they still had you know the sixth pick in the second round and. Kenneth Murray, I think he was a 20, th- uh, the third pick. So it was late in the first already. And, uh, you know, they still they still decide- had to pull that trigger. So the fact that they believe in this guy so much is, um, you know, that that makes me believe in him too. Because Kenneth Murray, th- you said it, that they need help on linebacker. And, uh, you know, Perryman's been having his issues. But with Murray, I hope he just plugs in there immediately, makes an impact, and then tranquil with his growth and progression uh, I'm excited to see what that position group can do because we haven't seen linebackers do damage, especially in the middle linebackers, um, for a while for the Chargers. It's been a, it's been a long yeah. time. I can't remember. I mean, the biggest, I think maybe Stephen Cooper was the last really good Charger uh, middle linebacker. Uh, Phillips, Sean Phillips. Sean Phillips was more of a little edge guy, though. He was more of an edge rusher. I liked him. He was nice, yeah. Sean was a good player. Uh, but now moving on to the next uh, award, we got Most Improved Player Award. And, um, oh, actually, did I even share my rookie of the year? Oh, I didn't share my rookie of the year. Uh, my rookie of the year I got is uh, K.J. Hill. Just because I like K.J. Hill so much, I think it would be a good story. Um, right now in the depth chart, though, the wide receiver three is Jalen Guyton. And I don't really know too much about Jalen Guyton, but he— We seen a little bit of him last year, a little bit, just a little bit, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got, we got a little preview, like you said, a little taste, but— I, th- I think K.J. Hill, he reminds me so much of Keenan Allen with uh, just his ability to run nice routes and his athleticism. So I think I see 
a lot of growth coming from him and might not be bold. I just, I, I like him so much that that's what I would go with for uh, team rookie of the year. But then now, move, most improved player. Who do you got for this year for the Chargers? For most improved player, um, I have Drew Tranquil. Um, this dude um, made some noise in special teams. He was always around the ball, if not tackling it. Um, he made a great rotation player and linebacker, and I think um, he'll play a big part in that linebacking rotation with the guys I mentioned earlier. Um, Perryman, I think he – well, he's a great field general too, but I just think um, his – I think he'll still be on the field. It's just injuries is kind of scary to me, so I'm going to go with Kenneth Murray. But he's going to be tranquil, I think, um, stepped up a lot, and I think he's going to be a great – rotation guy and i could see him starting within these next two years because i don't think we're going to keep denzel perryman we didn't keep javaris brown um he went to the eagles Jatavius brown we didn't i liked him but we didn't keep him i think denzel pyramid is almost out the door is really sad to say but i I just don't see the Chargers keeping him with all this young talent and i think tranko by next year will be a starter um and and this year is gonna um help him get there um with uh, the improvement he's gonna do yeah I, i i love this tranquil guy he was definitely right next to the ball every single play like you said so just having that instinct and at the linebacker position is probably more really important um but uh i think that his growth is is something that we should be watched for because he had a lot of raw talent and it was you know just making plays and just naturally it looked like he was he was just doing it um instinct instinctually so with more growth and more knowledge of the game i think we're going to see a lot of improvement from tranquil a guy that i have though um, another defensive player. It looks like we're really defensive-minded uh, right now. But I got Echenna Nwosu. Just for the reasons that, kind of similar to how you have Tranquil because Perryman's out the door, I think I have Nwosu because I think that Melvin Ingram is is soon to be leaving too. Um, I think Melvin Ingram might be in a contract year. And Echenna Nwosu, you remember, he had the game-winning forced fumble uh, in that Raven game against Lamar Jackson in the playoffs two years ago. So Nuosu definitely has the the speed to get off the edge. And um, with this additions on, on the defensive line, he probably has a lot of room to really improve and grow. And I'm really excited to see what Uchenna Nuosu does now. Yeah, oh, sorry, I, go I, ahead. <laughs> I, I, no, I also, I also like him new um, from um, USC, California boy. Um, he had that strip sack against Lamar Miller, uh, Lamar, Jackson, not Lamar Miller. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm real excited to see him. Um, I, I could see him taking over Melvin Ingram's spot because I have, I also have a feeling that the Chargers are not going to pay um, him. I, I, I think Melvin Ingram just thinks he deserves more than Joey Bosa are around the same, but I don't think the Chargers are going to pay that much money to two defensive ends. I just don't see it. Even though the Chargers are are streaming towards paying their players that deserve it, I just don't see him paying Melvin Ingram. Um, they restructured his contract, but I, I, if he's out of there, I, I know we got uh, uh, Nuosu there um, being groomed very well, and I will be comfortable with him on that end too. But now that Melvin Ingram's here, I think he needs to take full and go and moving forward into that position and growing, which I can't wait to see. Yeah, that's a good point, the grooming, because I think, if I remember correctly, Melvin Ingram was hurt when he first got drafted. And so his production, if you guys remember, was really towards the end of his first contract year. Um, or no, his first uh, first contract when it was about to be up. I think that's what really saved him because he had an explosive uh, um, explosive year that really saved him and got that extension. And so I think that similarly could happen with Nwosu. Just a progressive growth, take some time, but he's going to get better. And um, I think it, it will just line up perfectly with Ingram's departure. 
Now we have one last individual award that we will predict, and this is a make or break season award. A player that just he needs to have a really good year to, in order to to make it on the team next year. And so for me, I I chose Hunter Henry, and you know he's healthy this year, and another weapon for Tarod or Herbert or whoever's in there. Hunter Henry definitely needs this though. I mean, he's a talented guy, but injuries is is you know you have to stay on the field and they'll they'll move on without him. And I, I hate to say it because he does he has a size, the hands, the you know he has the weapons to be a top five tight end. But this has to be it for Hunter Henry right now, and and he knows it too. This, the fact that he wasn't having any problems with Telesco being outright saying yeah, like he has to earn earn his contract extension like he could get it right now if we wanted to but no he has to earn it and even hunter henry was like yeah i, li- I seriously do so um everyone knows it's a make or break but yeah it's yeah it's hunter henry man what do you think yeah um he did get franchise tagged and he knows it they made it very known that he has to produce and he has to um get it right and get it tight with this and he's healthy which is good because he tore like i said acl um, first day of training camp last year, and he came back, but covering. But now he got, I believe he got the starting position over Vir- Virgil Green. I would mm-hmm. hope so. And like I said, there's a lot of guys there that are willing to take a position, like that guy from the XFL I mentioned earlier. But my guy, I got is Jerry Tillery. Um, his rookie season, um, he, I just, I didn't see it. You know, mm. um, he only had nine tackles last year and two sacks. He played 15 games. He had a total of, of uh, he had nine tackles, like I said, and a total of eight assists. So in total, seventeen tackles and two sacks. Um, it is a little crowded in the at the defensive uh, tackle position. You got Illuminol Joseph, um, you got Justin Jones, and you also got um, another guy. I'm drawing a blank here. Um, just just that defensive line is going to be. I think it's going to be tougher for him, but I think it's a challenge for him that he's willing to take and he has to take. Uh, he's still a young guy, still under a rookie contract. But uh, I just don't want him to be one of those guys we draft, stay injured, and then becomes unrelevant, and then, you know, we don't resign him. Because I see a lot of talent in him. He's still very young, 23. Um, he has the talent. You see, you've seen some flashes. I just think he has to produce because we drafted him first overall um, two years ago. So, I mean, mm-hmm. he has to produce for a first-round draft pick. And a lot, I believe a lot of pressure is on him. I just really hope he does great because um, if we're spending that much draft capital, on a player, um, he better produce. And, you know, don't, I don't want to claim him a bust yet. It's only two years in. But people are quick to flip and ready calling him a bust. But I'm going to give him one last year, maybe a year after that before his contract's up. Because uh, if he doesn't do great, then I could see the Chargers releasing him um, for sure. But I really hope um has a good season. I agree It'll be beneficial you. to everyone, him and the defense, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Honestly, and I, I wouldn't give him that much time. I, w- I would give him this year, honestly. I mean, you're going to be getting rotational snaps with Linval, Joseph. You have to produce in those rotational snaps. You're a first-round draft pick, just like you said. This guy, he he reminds me so much of Jerry Atauchu when we drafted Jerry Atauchu a few years ago. And Jerry just didn't, you know, couldn't stay on the field. And also just he didn't produce as much as we expected him to. And so Tranquil is quickly falling – or sorry, not Tranquil. Uh, Tillery is quickly following, falling behind in the depth chart. And it's only – what his second second season, second or third season? Uh, third. Just, yeah, he got drafted at eighteen. It'll be his third right? season. So, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he needs to definitely have something. Now let's just predict uh, records. 
Uh, record prediction. What do you got for the Chargers going this year? I'm very optimistic based on our schedule. Um, it's it's medium. There's there's a lot of good teams, a lot of dark horse teams. But I have them going ten and six at the most. But I don't see them getting less than eight mm. wins. So I think I'm gonna go with ten and six. No 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 less than eight. But I could see them at least getting eight, making playoffs with the new playoff format and everything. I honestly I have the exact same exact same uh, record and exact same reasoning. Um, who do you have them losing? I have them going ten and six as well, guys. Um, I have them losing to the Broncos. We're getting swept by the Chiefs and then losing to the Saints, Bills, and Panthers. I, I, the reason why I picked those teams, well, the Chiefs, obvious reason, um, they're just light years ahead of the league with their offense right now, and they don't seem to be stopped. Uh, the Chargers do contain Patrick Mahomes better than any other team, though, so that's the one silver lining, but I could see the Chargers getting swept by the Chiefs. Losing to the Broncos, just because I feel like the Chargers always split one with the Broncos every single year. And, you know, the, the Broncos have a nice little squad, especially offensively. I like their wide receiver group, so I see them losing one. The Saints, they're just a really good team. I think they're going to the Super Bowl this year. That's my NFC pick. And then the Bills, the Bills are just a, a really solid team. They're like the Colts. They just don't have holes. They're they're really, really just good all around. You're not – you have to – be on your A game, and the Chargers play the Bills early enough in the season to where I could see them having one of their classic just dropping the ball games. So that's that's my reasoning. And then Panthers, same there. So that's. Do you have the same teams losing? Uh, the, um, games losing. Um, I, I, instead of getting swept by the Chiefs, I think we're going to get win one from the Chiefs. I think we're going to get swept from the Broncos. Mm. Unfortunately, I just have really I have this weird feeling that the, Bron- the Broncos offensively are just going to be so great, and their defense always stays great. Um, Saints as well, Bills as well, and then I I put one up in the air between um, the Falcons, um, I and the Buccaneers. Not so much the Panthers. The Buccaneers are just so high powered um, offense projectively, but the, uh, no preseason and all those guys are pretty much new to each other. Um, the, but their defense is is uh, ass. They're, the only way the Buccaneers, and I'm, I can't wait to talk about this in the later episodes later this year. The Buccaneers are going to take the Kansas City approach, and all <laughs> offense, no defense. So, and I think um, we we might, and Tom Brady, Chargers don't have good history against Tom Brady for some reason. Um, and I think we might lose that one, but I don't see us losing the Panthers um, or the Jets or the Dolphins. I think by week seven, I could see Justin Herbert and Tyra uh, or Tua um, rookie matchup by week seven. Who knows? Oh, that would be very, very interesting. interesting. Jacksonville yeah. Jaguars, they, they, they stay being nasty. <laughs> they just don't care about their players. Uh, Patriots, Cam Newton. No receivers, no defense. Atlanta Falcons, I think they'll put up a battle. Matt Ryan is still relevant. Their defense is still kind of shaky. Todd um, let's Gurley, see how Todd yeah. Gurley does. The Raiders, um, the Raiders, I think we're going to sweep the Raiders for sure. Well, I would hope <laughs> so because, you know, Charger and Raider fans. And then also the Jets, um, they can't catch a break. They're, they remind me of the Jacksonville Jaguars, really. They're pretty much the same franchise. <laughs> so, yep. And the Bengals, I think we're going to take, I think we're gonna take week one. Versus the Bengals with an unexperienced Joe let's Burrow. Let's talk about that game. Um, yeah, Joe Burrow. And let's move yeah, right. Yeah, Joe this. Burrow. You got the return of AJ Green. AJ Green's coming back off off a season-ending injury, and I'm sure he's really hungry to see to see you know the Bengals finally investing in the offense with Joe Burrow. Joe Mixon. He just got an extension on his contract, and he's only one year removed from having a really good season. So we'll see what they do. And then the wide receiver group, along with AJ Green, Tyler Boyd. T. Higgins, another rookie, a really nice 
Um, oh my goodness. I mean, I'm, I'm excited for T Higgins. You know, everyone's talking about this wide receiver draft class. T Higgins gets paired up with nicely with AJ green and excuse me, also John Ross. So it's going to be a big litmus test for the chargers defense to see where they're at, how they're containing wide receivers. This is a talented wide receiver group. So this is good to see. And then, I think my big concern is this is a big test for the Chargers offensive line. See how much they improve because your your biggest concern for the Chargers is linebacker. My biggest is the offensive line. I know we addressed it with Ryan Balaga, got Trey Turner in a trade, but uh, I'm still concerned. You still the Bengals have a, a solid defensive line. Carlos Dunlap, DJ Reader, Geno Atkins. So this is a, a litmus test to see how well they did offense uh, off season addressing the line because the line was the biggest concern for the chargers last year and their biggest Achilles heel, why they dropped so many games. Um, but I'm excited. I still think the Chargers take this one though. I think that Joey Bosa, Melvin Ingram, that line is too much for Joe Burrow and that rookie mind. The game is going to be too quick, I think. And um, I mean, hopefully because we got to contain this guy, but then also on the defensive side of the ball, I think that we're going to see some creativeness um, something fresh that we haven't seen from the Chargers in a while. Um, you got you got Rex Ryan's son over there, Seth Ryan Collins. So we're we're gonna see some innovation, something new, something fresh. And I think that Chargers will will be able to attack. Keenan Allen's gonna eat. I mean, Keenan Allen every week one he always eats. So uh, I'm just so excited. I think the Chargers take this one. I I'm gonna say it's a it's a heavy it's a healthy healthy win. I, I would say 35. 35-17. Oh, right. Okay. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I think they're going to put up a fight. I mean, um, they, they invested in their corners, which they really need. Um, biggest blow, though, I think was uh, Trey Waynes. Um, I believe he's out for the season with a parent. I forgot what kind of injury he had. They traded they, – or they signed him this offseason. Um, their rookie last year, Jonah Williams, I believe, or who am I thinking of? I have his name right here. Um, well, jo- Jonah Williams um, was injured last year. He's coming back healthy. Joe Mixon, I'm a big fan of Joe Mixon. And every year he was with the Bengals, he does great with no offensive line. Now they have a, a, a little bit better offensive line. But this is going to be a big, big, big challenge for the Chargers defensive. The first wave and the second wave. And the wide receivers are scary. I say it right now. T. Higgins is going to be the next DK Metcalf. That dude is just <laughs> built different. He is 6'4", 215. And he just reminds me of T.K. Metcalf. And with Joe Burrow... T. Higgins, John Ross, if he plays, because I know he, there's concern with COVID and stuff. I don't know the update on that. A.J. Green, if his foot's fine, um, I think any other team but the Chargers, I think it'll be hard um, defensively to defend them. But I think we're so we're so deep on the defensive end, especially in the defensive back um, position, I think we'll be fine. It's going to put Joe Burrow to the test and a lot of pressure on him first overall, winning the, the, the championship. You know, he got that swagger. Can he bring it to the field and the chargers are either going to shut him up or make him look like the best quarterback <laughs> in the world. It's either one of those two known to be a charger fan, but hopefully, right. hopefully it doesn't trend that way based off what we got. Um, Austin Eckler, I think is going to eat as well. We got a new offensive line. Tyrod Taylor's going to be able to throw. I wish Philip Rivers was here to experience the offensive line because throughout his career, he really hasn't experienced that. And if he did, the defense was asked. Now we have a little bit of, we have a, we beefed up both of them. Really miss Philip Rivers, but simply not him. But um, I'm I'm real excited. I'm real excited for this game. I think it's going to be a little closer than a lot of people think. I think it's going to be 24-17. It's going to come down to the wire, and I think the Chargers are going to make a defensive stop. 
and I think Ooh. Austin Eckler and Keenan Allen are going to eat. And uh, Tyrod Taylor might get a rushing touchdown or two as well. And I think we, we could see a couple interceptions get Joe Burrow's. The real question is, who's going to give Joe Burrow his first interception? That's the real question. And I'm going to go with uh, – I'm going to go with uh, Chris Harris, man, the oh. new guy coming in. And I think he's going to just – he jumps on those routes good. He's feisty. He's saucy. And um, I think he's going to really square up. I, I think I think it's it's going to be a good game, and I really can't wait. I really want – I'm real excited for T. Higgins. Like I said, he's a DK Metcalf. That dude's just built different. He He's just different. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to see him. And, um, yeah, I think it's going to be Chargers uh, 1-0 start the season. All righty. Well, you heard it here Game first, guys. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be a good one, too. Yeah. And um, so I think that does it. Should we talk about the the giveaway a little bit more? Or um... So, yeah. yeah, guys, the giveaway, we're giving away a $100 gift card. It's going to be a month-long giveaway, but we're going to be doing this monthly. So once a month or every month, you're going to have a chance to win $100 to the NFL shop. Um, get a jersey, whatever gear you guys like. All you have to do is follow me and David and the Fantasy Sports Cave on Twitter. David, hey, what is your Twitter, bro? It's Sports Guy David on everything you can find me on the Twitter, the Instagram, the TikTok. Everything you want is going to be Ooh. Sports Guy David. Um, I will make sure to post something on both the Fantasy Sports Cave and mine um, telling the details. Um, just like, follow. Follow all of us. You got to like, retweet, or comment, whatever those three, mm-hmm. whichever one. doesn't have to be all three. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll, have a, your name, we'll have a what, pinned, make sure a write pinned your name tweet down. so you could retweet, like, or comment under it for the giveaway. And uh, it'll be right there. It'll be the first tweet you see on our profiles. So it'll be very easy to interact. But that's it, guys. That's all you have to do. Just uh, And then just tune in to see who wins. That's all you got to do. There you go. And where can they find you? All uh, right. You Lucas can find somewhere. me on Twitter at... Sugar Free Lucas. Also follow the Fantasy Sports Cave on Twitter. Links will be in the description of this podcast. So for Sports Guy David and for everyone here at the Fantasy Sports Cave, we are out.